0: Hello and welcome back. We are on day 126 of Read the Bible in a Year Um, and today we are going to continue reading through Ruth and actually we're going to finish the book of Ruth. It's a short one. Um, But again, as I said in the previous um, podcast, I love Ruth. Um, It is one of my favorite books to read. Um, I think it's just such a sweet, sweet book. Um, So we will get started in Ruth chapter two and finish uh, out the book of Ruth. Now, Naomi had a relative on her husband's side. He was a prominent man of noble character from Elimelech's family. His name was Boaz. Ruth, the Moabitess, asked Naomi, "'Will you let me go into the fields and gather fallen grain behind someone with whom I find favor?' Naomi answered her, "'Go ahead, my daughter.' So Ruth left and entered the field to gather grain behind the harvesters. She happened to be in the portion of the field belonging to Boaz, who was from Elimelech's family." Later, when Boaz arrived, hold on, I've got a little baby who lost a passy. She hasn't quite figured out that uh, she can keep it in her mouth, and she'll be satisfied if she keeps it there. (laughs) So, sorry about that. Uh, Later, when Boaz arrived from Bethlehem, he said to the harvesters, The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they replied. Boaz asked his servant, who was in charge of the harvesters, Whose young woman is this? The servant answered, "'She is the young Moabite woman who returned with Naomi from the territory of Moab. She asked, "'Will you let me gather fallen grain among the bundles behind the harvesters?' She came and has been on her feet since early morning, except that she rested a little under the shelter. Then Boaz said to Ruth, "'Listen, my daughter. Don't go and gather grain in another field, and don't leave this one, but stay here, close to my female servants.' See which field they are harvesting, and follow them. Haven't I ordered the young men not to touch you? When you are thirsty, go and drink from the jars the young men have filled. She fell face down and bowed to the ground and said to him, Why have I found favor with you, so that you notice me, although I am a foreigner? Boaz answered her, Everything you have done for your mother-in-law since your husband's death has been fully reported to me. How you have left your father and mother and your native land, and how you came to a people you don't, you didn't previously know. May the Lord reward you for what you have done, and may you receive a full reward from the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come for, for refuge. My Lord, she said, I have found favor with you, for you have comforted and encouraged your servant, although I am not like one of your female servants. At mealtime, Boaz told her, Come over here and have some bread and dip it in the vinegar sauce. So she sat beside the harvesters, and he offered her roasted grain. She ate and was satisfied and had some left over. When she got up to gather grain, Boaz ordered his young men, Let her even gather grain among the bundles. And don't humiliate her. Pull out some of the stalks from the bundles for her and leave them for her to gather. Don't rebuke her. So Ruth gathered the grain in the field until evening. She beat out what she had gathered, and it was about twenty-six quarts of barley. She picked up the grain and went into the town where her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. <clears throat> she brought out what she had left over from her meal and gave it to her. Her mother-in-law said to her, Where did you gather barley today, and where did you work? May the Lord bless the man who noticed you. Ruth told her mother-in-law, whom she had worked with, and said that the name And said, The name of the man I worked with today is Boaz. Then Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, May the Lord bless him because he has not abandoned his kindness to the living or the dead. Naomi continued, The man is a close relative. He is one of our family redeemers. Ruth, the Moabitess, said, He also told me, Stay with my young men until they have finished all of my harvest. So Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Ruth, My daughter, it is good for you to work with his female servants so that nothing will happen to you in another field. Ruth stayed close to Boaz's female servants and gathered grain until the barley and the wheat harvest were finished, and she lived there with her mother-in-law. Chapter 3 Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi said to her, My daughter, shouldn't I find rest for you so that you will be taken care of? Now isn't Boaz our relative? "'Haven't you been working with his female servants? "'This evening he will be uh, winnowing barley on the threshing floor. "'Wash, put on perfumed oil, and wear your best clothes. "'Go down to the threshing floor, "'but don't let the men know you are there "'until he has finished eating and drinking. "'When he lies down, notice the place where he is lying. "'Go in and uncover his feet and lie down. "'Then he will explain to you what you should do. "'So Ruth said to her, "'I will do everything you say.' She went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law had charged her to do. After Boaz ate and drank and was in good spirits, he went to lie down at the end of the pile of barley, and she came secretly and uncovered his feet and lay down. At midnight, Boaz was startled, turned over, and there, lying at his feet, was a woman. So he asked, "'Who are you?' "'I am Ruth, your servant,' she replied. "'Take me under your wing, for you are a family redeemer.' Then he said, May the Lord bless you, my daughter. You have shown more kindness now than before, because you have not pursued younger men, whether rich or poor. Now don't be afraid, my daughter. I will do whatever you say, since all the people in town know that you are a woman of noble character. Yes, it is true that I am a family redeemer, but there is a redeemer closer than I am. Stay here tonight, and in the morning, if he wants to redeem you, that's good. Let him redeem you, but if he doesn't want to redeem you the, as the Lord lives, I will. Now lie down until morning. So she lay down at his feet until morning, but got up while it was still dark. Then Boaz said, Don't let it be known that a woman came into the threshing floor. And he told Ruth, Bring the shawl you are wearing and hold it out. When she held it out, he shoveled six measures of barley into her shawl, and she went into town. She went to her mother-in-law, Naomi, who asked her, What happened, my daughter? Then Ruth told her everything the man had done for her. She said, He gave me these six measures of barley because he said, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Naomi said, My daughter, wait until you find out how things go, for he won't rest unless he resolves this today. Chapter 4 Boaz went to the gate of the town and sat down there. Soon, the family redeemer, Boaz, had spoken about came by Boaz said come over here and sit down so he went over and sat down then Boaz took 10 men of the town's elders and said sit here and they sat down he said to the redeemer Naomi who has returned from the territory of Moab is selling the portion of the field that belonged to our brother Elimelech I thought I should inform you buy it back in the presence of those seated here and in the presence of the elders of my people if you want to redeem it do it but if you do not want to redeem it tell me so that i will know because there isn't anyone other than you to redeem it and i am next after you i want to redeem it he answered then boaz said on the day you buy the field from naomi you will acquire ruth the moabitess the wife and the deceased of the deceased man to perpetuate the man's name on his property the Redeemer replied, I can't redeem it myself or I will ruin my own inheritance. Take my right of the redemption because I can't redeem it. At an earlier period in Israel, a man removed his sandal and gave it to the other in order to make any matter legally binding concerning the right of redemption or the exchange of property. This was the method method of legally binding a transaction in Israel. So the Redeemer removed his sandal and said to Boaz. Ba- Buy back the property for yourself, Boaz said to the elders and all the people. You are witnesses today that I am buying from Naomi everything that belonged to Elimelech, Chilion, and Malon. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabitess, Malon's widow, as my wife to perpetuate the deceased man's name on his property, so that his name will not disappear among his relatives or from the gate of his hometown. You are witnesses today. All the people who were at the city gate, including the elders, said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is entering your house, like Rachel and Leah, who together built the house of Israel. May you be powerful in Ephrathah, and your name well known in Bethlehem. May your house become like the house of Perez, the son Tamar bore to Judah, because of the offspring the Lord will give you by this young woman." Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. He slept with her, and the Lord granted conception to her, and she gave birth to a son. The women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you without a family redeemer today. May his name become well known in Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. Indeed, your daughter-in-law, who loves you, is better than, you to, than seven sons, has given birth to him. Naomi took the child, placed him on her lap, and became his nanny. The neighbor women said, A young son has been born to Naomi, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse and the father of David. Now, these are the family records of Perez. Perez, son of Hezron. Hezron father, fathered Ram. Ram fathered Aminadab. Aminadab fathered Nashon. Nashon fathered Salmon. Salmon fathered Boaz, Boaz fathered Obed, Obed fathered Jesse, and Jesse fathered David. And then next time we'll start in Samuel. All right, so we finished Ruth. I just love how the blessing of the Lord just through everything, through no matter what time it is, the Lord will bless those that um, obey. And I think that's just, um, that's just the beauty of the story of Ruth. All right. I've got to find my place here. We are moving on to the gospel of John. And we are in John chapter 4, verse 43 through 54. After two days, he left there for Galilee. Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When they, ret- or when they entered Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they had seen everything he did in Jerusalem during the festival. For they also had gone to the festival. He went again to Cana of Galilee, where he had had turned the water into wine. There was a certain royal official whose son was ill at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and pleaded with him to come down and heal his son since he was about to die. Jesus told him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Sir, the official said to him, Come down before my boy dies. Go, Jesus told him, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus had said to him and departed. While he was still going down, his servants met, saying that the boy was still alive. He asked them at what time he got better. Yesterday, at one in the afternoon, the fever left him, they answered. The father realized this was the very hour at which Jesus had told him, Your son will live. So he himself believed, along with his whole household. Now, this was also the second sign Jesus performed after he came to Judea of Galilee. Okay, we'll move on to Psalm 105. And we will be reading 16 through 36 in Psalm 105. He called down famine against the land and destroyed the entire food supply. He had sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with shackles. His neck was put in an iron collar. Until the time his prediction came true, the word of the Lord tested him. The king sent for him and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He made him master of his household, ruler over all his possessions, binding his officials at will and instructing his elders. Then Israel went to Egypt. Jacob lived as an alien in the land of Ham. The Lord made his people very fruitful, and he made them more numerous than their foes, whose hearts he turned to hate his people and deal deceptively with his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness, and it became dark, for did they not defy his commands? He turned their water into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land was overrun with frogs, even in their royal chambers. He spoke and insects came, gnats throughout their country. He gave them hail for rain and lightning throughout their land. He struck their vines and fig trees and shattered the trees of their territory. He spoke locusts. He spoke and locusts came, young locusts without number. They devoured all the vegetation in their land and consumed the produce of their land. He struck all the firstborn in their land, their first progeny. That's all there. We will continue in Psalm 105 the next time. And now we're doing Proverbs 14, 26, and 27. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning people away from the snares of death. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.